Here's to the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So reads one of the most famous advertising campaigns of all time. It was Apple's famous Think Different campaign, which began in 1997. Steve Jobs had been fired and had come back to the company that he had founded, and he had felt that it had lost its way. And so he read that manifesto, so to speak. Here's to the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers. While pictures of famous figures of the 20th century were shown on your TV screen. People like Albert Einstein, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Pablo Picasso, Bob Dylan, and Mahatma Gandhi, among others. It was an image that Apple was trying to convey, uh, to channel that image for their company, to put people on the screen whom society reveres, who admires for doing things a little bit differently. These are people who might not have might not be thought of as geniuses at the onset of their journey, but who society holds in high regard later on. That advertising campaign has always, for me, maybe represented a secular approach to our gospel today, a secular approach to the narrow way. Where Christ calls us not to go down the easy path, the path that everyone else has trod, but to take the more difficult routes, maybe even the unconventional routes. It's a journey that, for those who undertake it, brings with it a little bit of ridicule and mockery, maybe, being the only one not doing something that everyone else is doing. But it is a journey and a path that leads to a greater reward. In a secular sense, brothers and sisters, we revere the narrow way in society so much today. We hold up people like Einstein, like Gandhi, or even Steve Jobs himself as visionaries, as people who we want to be like. We give adulation to people who have tread or trod this secular, narrow way. But oddly enough, the narrow way seems to be something we avoid in our Catholic faith. When it comes to our faith, brothers and sisters, we unfortunately sometimes seem to shoot for the lowest common denominator. The path of least resistance may be better described as the wide path. Why is it that we are so willing to take the narrow path in our careers, our education, and our culture than our Catholic faith? Sure, taking the narrow way, the narrow path involves maybe far more ridicule, far more mockery than it would if we took that easy way. And sometimes it can seem like just being faithful to the gospel itself is the narrow way. Things like praying together at meals, yes, even at restaurants too. Something my family did when we were kids. And we were almost a little bit embarrassed by it when we were, were little and we were younger. It felt like we were the only ones in the restaurant doing that thing. It made us stick out so much. Or even just coming to Mass every Sunday. All these things can seem so far outside the norm nowadays. Sometimes even just doing the basics can seem like the narrow way. And this is difficult for us because the narrow way is very often the path of solitude. 
We like to do things with others. We like to be accompanied and feel supported by others. And when we take a road that no one else is traveling, it throws us for a loop a little bit. The narrow way is very often without the company of friends and even family. And sometimes we might even just say, what's the point of the narrow way? What's the point of taking this path that hasn't been trodden very much? Well, the answer to that question, thankfully, is obvious, brothers and sisters. The purpose of the narrow way is getting to heaven. That narrow way leads somewhere. It has a destination. It has a goal. There is a movement to it. There is an aim to it. We don't just put ourselves through difficult circumstances for nothing. We do it because we know the destination. We know the end goal. And it is an eternity spent with the God of the universe. To, in a sense, do things that no one else is doing on earth. Or don't do things that everyone else is doing. That can be a hard thing to swallow for our ego sometimes. As the modern finance guru Dave Ramsey would say, we're called to live like no one else today so that hopefully we can live like no one else tomorrow. And people do this with their money all the time. Saving up when you're young, maybe living like broke college kids for the sake of financial security in the future. We do this with our money, but do we do it with our Catholic faith? Christ is calling us to take that approach to our relationship with God today. Yes, that narrow way is unique, brothers and sisters, but so is heaven. That is unique as well. We walk that narrow way today so that we can experience a reward that will be infinitely greater than what this world's way can offer for us. We are called to live in holiness today so that we can receive heavenly bliss in the future. That is why the narrow way is worth embracing. And to help us on that journey, I think it's important to call to mind maybe some shining examples of people who have trod this path before. And primarily for us, that's the saints, those shining lights for us who illumine the path forward to God. We can point to something in each and every saint's life and say that's the narrow way. In some way, shape, or form, each and every saint lived out the narrow way while on this earth. They were, you could say, the crazy ones. The ones who saw things differently than so many people in their own time. So how well do we know the saints, brothers and sisters? How familiar are we with the lives of those who have gone before us in faith? I want to encourage you to get acquainted with them. To get to know them. Because our lives should mirror theirs. If you were to write your own advertising campaign for the Catholic faith of Think Different, who would be some of the faces that would be part of that campaign? For me, a few names come to mind. St. Augustine would be a good one. Lived a life of pure debauchery for about a quarter of a century. To have a great conversion of heart and become a priest and a great doctor of the church. I think of St. Thomas More, a husband, a father, a lawyer, who was beheaded by Henry VIII for witnessing to marriage. In the last century, two other great women come to mind. St. Gianna Mola, a wife, a mother, and a doctor, who gave great witness to the dignity of life. And Mother Teresa as well, 
who gave of her entire life, poured herself out for the poorest of the poor in Calcutta. They were ones who thought differently than everyone else around them. And we revere them because of it. The lives of the saints also, brothers and sisters, remind us that we do not walk the narrow way alone. It is not a solitary journey. The saints walk with us. They have trod this path before. They help us day in and day out to follow after them on the journey to Christ. So this week I want to challenge you. And yes, I want to challenge you guys too. Brush up on one of the lives of the saints. Get to know them. Get familiar with a saint that is particular to you. Familiarize yourself with his or her life story. And make it some point of inspiration for you in the journey forward on the narrow way. As we all try to grow in holiness and virtue. And yes, the narrow way is difficult. But we need all the help and the encouragement that we can get. So let us call upon the saints this week to ask for their intercession. To pray for their strength. To persevere in running the race of faith. So that we can reach the destination that we seek, the aim of our journeying, and receive the eternal reward God has promised to those who walk the narrow way.